We got a fast break, line up this bound to shake your spines up. Reflect the light on the latest in sports, keep your blinds up. Hilarious swag is what you get in transition, like the truth with your man spitting. Man, listen, feels your man on the wing, mostly known for shots fired. On the other end, he'll lock you down like you got priors. PMO be the one setting the pitch, back you down with the bigger picture. Words of the Holy Scripture, need a fifth to stir the pot and add to the mixture. It's franchise, baby, pick it up. Yo, we need a fifth. We can get this mother loving show. Welcome world, this is We Need a Fifth and this is your man Mo. Got my man Hill. In the building. My man Pete. Yep. Alright, NBA Finals finished up. We're finally into the offseason. Question we had off of emails. Where, where does Giannis rank in the top power forwards of all time? Like, at this point, I, I got him in the top five. At the very least, I think you could argue he's top three. Last episode, we were talking about it. I think I had him two. Yeah, well, behind yeah. Tim Duncan. That's so what I say. Well, well, I would argue he's number two. I, it's not even a prisoner moment. Look, look at the trophy case. Yeah, early yeah. and in full disclosure, I, I think Power Four is probably out of the all-time positions. It's probably the weakest position. That's the way he just skyrocketed and leapfrogged a whole bunch of people in like a two or three year span. In my in my opinion, sounds like he'll disagree. Weakest. Uh, uh, top of that, let's get the top five. What we think top five? Uh, Tim, Jonas, Dirk, Barkley, Malone. But after that, it gets a little. Kevin Garnett just slipped out of there somewhere. I didn't say. I didn't say. Uh, oh no, you didn't, sir. Real disrespect. I was with you. I, 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 I'm like the whiskey. You know. You know what? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't realize I left him out. I'm. I'm standing on that. Still leaving him out. He's six, copy, but I'm standing on copy, that. Copy. Copy. And it, nah. Nah. Homie. And. and no, because Malone, uh, Barkley, not Dirk Garnett, interchangeable. But I personally, Garnett's, and I'm a Garnett guy. I'm sorry, but, well, it Dirk, sound like it though. I have a problem with the Dirk and Low Garnett. Like you can't have Dirk in that, that top five if you have Low Garnett in there. Why not? Because they, they he plays got, low defense. P. That's why not. One is six all time in scoring. Okay. Okay. Okay, uh, you're going with the two way. I'm, I'm not mad at it, but I, I, will, I will go Dirk. But like and, I said, and, and when you compare him to Kevin Garnett, all right, you both have one chip. I think Kevin Garnett has an MVP, if I'm not mistaken. Not a Finals MVP though. All right, keep keep that keep that moving. Defensive Player of the Year for Kevin Garnett. Oh, be- yeah, better defender. No question. Okay, and, and, but Dirk's a better scorer. Okay, I think Garnett can score enough. And defends well enough for that to balance itself out because he plays on both sides of the court. You could actually say, "Hey, Kev, why don't you try sticking that guy yeah. with Dirk?" You say, "Dirk, you stay on this guy because he doesn't do anything." I don't know. Let's hide you. That's why we signed Tyson Chandler and JaVale McGee and stuff like that. Uh, it's a lot of factors, though. Because um, you know, Dirk stayed in the trenches, though. He stayed on squad. He didn't super team himself. Ooh. Facts. It, and again, I don't want this is not a, a KG bashing, wow. but I mean, we I mean, there with KG. You, you had Spree, Cassell. You might, arguably, you had a better team than Dirk won with. But Barkley and Malone super team with no chip. Mm. Yeah. I, I had them out. But they gave me finals. 
Okay. When? Maybe finals though. I mean, it, Gunner gave you chip. Yeah, with he had way more help though. Gunner yeah. gave you chip. Yeah, he did. He did. And, and for power forwards, I think taking Malone out, I might put Moses Malone. I consider him a center, center yeah, but a center. oh no, yeah, my, but he's height. He qualifies I, for I, him. I'm he putting Moses be. Malone over Carmelo. Period. I, yeah, he's just a better player to me. And I haven't seen him play really, like not in his prime. And Barkley, he he won. If you don't put him as a power, yeah, forward. I, I put actually uh, if you put my okay. If you put my power forward, what what about Moses uh, fifth? Moses might be like third. And I and I know the numbers probably do not support this, but just his performance in the playoffs in clutch time. What about Robert Ory? No, no. He's nowhere. He, no, no disrespect. Well, yeah, he's nowhere. He's not in the conversation. No. For me. Okay. Just, okay. Just, I, I, I just had to ask because no. he big shot Bob. Big shot right? Bob. Big shot Bob is probably top five intangible guys, right? To have an impact on the championship. Yeah, I okay. give him that. Clearly. He's like one of the greatest role players of all time. I, if that makes, if, I don't know if that's an oxymoron, but yeah, he, he. There's a reason. It was. It's not coincidence. He has seven chips. He helped. You know what I mean? Like he really contributed. In the I mean, clutch. so but your general consensus is Timmy one, yeah. Timmy one, Giannis two, Giannis three. Interchangeable with Dirk. I got Giannis at two, and that's even stronger. I feel stronger about that even than the Dirk because like he could play defense. You know what I mean? Like the, the KG over Dirk thing is legitimate because of the two way play. I think I'll give you that. Mm. But Giannis. sorry KG. Yeah, you got him. I, I think with this chip. And his performance in the finals, he has to have secured that second spot. Yeah, to me, John just no. has to stay healthy at this point. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, if his numbers go down, he gets hurt. Uh, but if he just stays healthy, he does what we think he's going to do. He's, to me, the second best power forward ever. So he's on his way to solidifying himself to being the best power forward to ever do it. Uh, I can't. It's, he he, it's he so, has a lot of work to yeah, do. Because Timmy, Timmy set the bar high. Yeah. Because his level of consistency is, hey, that's that's the next step for Jonathan is getting that consistency. Like we talked about last show, before he can get up into Tim Duncan, LeBron, Kobe yeah. stratosphere, yeah. he has to maintain a, a level of performance. He has to maintain this level and keep his team at this level. Yeah. In my mind, I got this like metaphor, this like lunchroom, t- like the table, like Tim Duncan, he sits at that five chip table mm-hmm. with Kobe, mm-hmm. Magic. So... Yeah, Jonas, you sit. You sitting next. To, however, we got it. You're sitting with KG and Dirk. That's cool. But that Kobe, Duncan, Magic Johnson table. Yeah. Real rare Friday. That's, yeah. that's that's the cool kids. Like you, <laughs> you're not you're not at that table just yet. You know what I mean? Like so. But you know he could get there. You know he could get there. But um, it's Tim Duncan. I I wasn't even like the biggest. I'm not even gonna say here like I'm the, was the biggest oh, fan when he played all. or whatever. But not at all. Man, the accomplishments is hard to, to yeah. deny. And, you he, know. Consistency, yeah, and yeah. he he showed it as a skill. He just remained consistent. You knew what you were getting from him. At one point, I, I probably had KG over Duncan. Just let you know. Oh, he's like Timmy, like you said, consistent. He just kept going. He just kept winning championships. He kept just like, damn, Timmy like that KG. You know and he mean? kept like, on accepting the the challenge, no matter what it was. I felt at certain points with KG, why I don't have him ranked so high is. He didn't accept the challenge offensively all the time the way I wanted him to. 
<clears throat> I felt that he was skilled enough to be a lot more aggressive on the offensive side. That's the difference between to me him and Giannis, right? There. Like defensively, yeah. however you want, yeah, it's like a push. But mm-hmm. offensively, Giannis, it crazy. KG's probably more skilled, <laughs> definitely. You know what I mean? Think so. But uh, Giannis, his, his aggressiveness gets you know gets you more buckets. Uh, it's yeah. weird, but yeah. Talking on Giannis with his recent win, a lot of people felt that he took a shot. With his last comments in the finals where, and I saw, see if you can find a soundbite for me, where he talks about it would have been easy for him to just go to another team and, and try to win a championship. Like, it's easy to go somewhere and go and win a championship with somebody else. It's easy. I could go, I, I don't want to put anybody in the spot, but I could go to a super team and, you know, just do my part and win a championship. Still one. A lot of people remember his beef with, James Harden. Here with, it comes. Here it comes. Yeah. And I so please find this one too. James Harden talking real grimy on is, the boy. Is this, uh, I wish I was seven feet and didn't really have to work on my game and just dunk all the time? Like, yeah. Yeah. Leave him yeah. alone. Leave him alone. <laughs> you know, but I wish I could just run, run and with seven feet and run and just dunk. Like that takes no skill at all. <laughs> I got to actually learn how to play basketball and how to have skill, you know? I'll take that any day. Yeah, um, I, I think I think this this is a, this is a hell topic. I feel like yeah, if butts, I mean, I mean, if I'm butts with nuts is what they say. I'm saying pause for the uh, for the oh, masses, man. but oh, I, I can't defend Harden now. With I would love to, but I can't. I can't do the ifs. He's healthy. Yes, I think Brooklyn would definitely have won a championship, but he but they weren't. And we've been down this road again. So all hell, Giannis. <laughs> Leave this one alone till my guy's back and healthy. But yeah, no, it's time to eat some crow. Time to eat some crow. Wow. They got Jonas out here looking like an OG. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> just, yeah, like, <laughs> you bring home hardware. I'm just it, it's yeah. it's an effigy if I'm just going at the guy. I can't I can't say anything. He pretty much could check anybody in the league at this point. Yeah, no. For the fact, and it's not even just the chip. It's the, it's the way he got the chip, really. You know what I mean? Like, he's, he stayed, he got the chip. That's how you cast a check. What, what are you going to tell him? Like, I'm shut up. I'm done. I didn't go nowhere. My, I, I my, built this from the ground up. You renovated. <laughs> my question is, at this point, what can Harden do to kind of clap back? Is there anything that Harden could do to clap back at this point? Yes. No, he went no. to join a super team. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they lost. <laughs> Just losing, you'd be like, ah, right, you lost, so you're out. But you have Giannis win the other side of your argument, nothing. Yeah. Nothing. If he had won and Giannis didn't win, yeah. Now, if you win, he'd be like, okay, yeah, you won with the Super Bowl. That's what I just told you. It's easy. <laughs> like, even if Brooklyn wins next year, you really can't clap back at Giannis. Yeah, and, and to that point, recently, I, I just watched the finals over again. And I see what y'all are saying as far as the Bucks possibly being able to come back and get to back to the finals. Yeah, yeah they, I, I got to swallow that. Yeah. that I'm that. not saying he's the huge factor, but they didn't even have David Chinzo. You know what I mean? So they weren't full. Well, neither was Phoenix. They was missing uh, Sarge. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you know, not... But, you know, you go always upgrade. We, we saw what that Drew Holiday um, Bledsoe upgrade did. So, you know, you always go upgrade. And to play with a superstar who seems like he defers his ego mm. first, then his game. Yeah. You can see a lot of people don't want to play for him for the cheap. 
Yeah, the, the goal for John is to win chips. Like I think it, it's always been, but now he has like you know we always say he has that taste in his mouth now. Maybe that, that might be a pause. That's but, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, definitely, absolute pause. <laughs> but um, he um yeah, so uh, that's what he's all about now. Is is chips? Like I, I think he's at a he's at a point where most guys are like that. Like if he doesn't win a championship, the season was a failure. There's blood in the water. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah it's there's a there's a, a a prettier avenue as opposed to going to Brooklyn in the East where you could say you're not really team hopping. You can go to Milwaukee and say, yeah. I like what they got going over there. It doesn't look as much as jumping on a bandwagon team for like a, an age vet. It worked out for Drew Holiday. <laughs> and, and just want to make this clear. So if Harden, let's say, wins the next two chips, you're would that be? Supposed to. He, wow. he, they're, they're supposed to. He has actually a better chance of looking worse, actually. Yeah, because he's going to remind us of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they have, what, two more years together? Had to do that, Houston. And if they don't win two more, forget one. I mean, you don't win one or any. It looks horrible. Oh, Brooklyn things is shamed. So... What's what? What are the super teams going to do to to Star's legacy? Like, hey, LeBron was part of one. Steph was part of one. KD was part of one. We're looking at hey, most of our superstars have been part of a super team. Is that going to tarnish the legacy? I think it depends on what level star you are. Like, I don't think it's going to tarnish LeBron because his he did it three times, so mm-hmm. he's the common denominator. You know what I mean? Like. It's different for him. Durant, it depends. You know, we all knew Durant was a great player already. But eh, joining that team, I don't want to say it diminishes him, but it doesn't It doesn't do the same. It doesn't count like Giannis championship, Giannis championship does. And I'm more thinking more of your Anthony Davis, Kyrie Irvins, mm. where you're a star, somewhere between star and superstar talent, but... Are we ever going to look at them as mega stars because of the way they like you know what I mean? Like AD, you didn't. It's kind of like the Harden. If Harden wins a thing, it's kind of like AD already did it. You you you, you couldn't do it with the Pelicans, but you went with LeBron and did it. Cool. But we just mentioned the top power forwards of all time. And no, I mentioned Carmelo and Barkley. I don't have any rings, and I, I think we all ranked them above mm-hmm. AD. He falls in there somewhere, somewhere. Even with a chip, he's not. Yeah, even, he's probably top ten, but. Yeah. If you if they win again and LeBron's the driving force again, it will say okay. Yeah, he's almost he's to me more talented than him, but it's almost like a Kevin McHale type thing. Like we know you're nice, we know you're good, but you're not Bird. We're not, not going to look at you like we look at Bird. And I think what also hurts AD is that hey, you got to be available. You got to get out of the glass family. Oh, I don't care how, how how you do it, but you can't stay in the glass family. Again. You got to marry out of it. That's him and Kyrie. Divorce. Yeah. You yeah. know, we have a lot of glass family members out there, and somehow, some way, they have to find a way to be available. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm hoping that LeBron, whatever he's doing, he's in Anthony Davis's ear talking about what he can do in the off season to make his body stronger, more durable because um, whatever he's been doing thus far, hasn't been working. 
and as great as a run as he had in the playoffs, I'll say it. KD, you don't give me a chip. Why'd you leave? Yeah. I, I it, it's I, you know you can't go inside of it with other guys' mind, but we're going to try to. Um, I th- I feel like he left to prove he didn't need a super team, but, he <laughs> but he's on a super team. Right. <laughs> no, on, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Because really, I like I, I think I said in the previous episode. I think I don't, I don't see Golden State would have still been winning chips right now. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, no one's beating that team. Absolutely. I'm sorry, they're just not. If you hate KD's move, uh, uh, Snake, whatever. KD, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, good luck. That I don't see nobody in the league beating them. So, yeah, to me, it was. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I'm with you here. Like I don't see why you left. Honestly, at this point, you have to say, hey, he didn't want to win with Steph and Clay. Or Steph and Draymond. Yeah, it looks. I mean, it looks. You know, um, or having Steph po- having the the credit. I mean, it's a possibility not to win at all. Yeah, and enough. I feel like KD got is weird. <laughs> yeah, you gotta just that whole dynamic is weird because Steph beat 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 OKC down three one. So at that point, you might you make a pretty strong arm at Steph over KD. Right, I beat him. Mm-hmm. But then when KD comes to your team, clearly KD. KD's kind of clearly the best player on the team. Right. So it, it's weird. So I don't know. If anything, you would think Steph would feel away. Mm-hmm. Still in his shine. But KD, you won back-to-back finals MVP. And that's kind of, to me, that's impressive. I know it's, 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 the team's crazy, but you got a two-time MVP on your team and you just completely outshined them. So, yeah, I, I don't I don't know. Like I said, I don't know. How it's going to elevate Curry and Clay. Yeah, they that's win, all it does. If they win one, now it's really going to like, KD, what did you really do? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if they, if, if and we if know Golden, they can, like we know they can without them, especially if they win one before he does in Brooklyn, it's gonna be a problem. And that would be what legacy. four for Steph. He, yeah, he enters some, yeah. some conversations with four. Some scary one, yeah. And and Golden State has the opportunity to to get really dangerous yeah. this coming off season. They have the number seven and 14 picks. They have Mr. Wiseman coming back from injury, Mr. Uh, Clay Thompson coming back from injury. And I think that's the key. If Clay is 95, 90% of what he was, because it's, <laughs> it's the system's in place already. So, yeah. And, Hill, I know you was talking off air that it looks like they're trying to target Kaminga yeah. in the draft. That could be. Dangerous right there. Maybe Siakam. Yeah. Depending on how fast he develops, he's gonna have to like learn on the run, basically, it seems like because they're going for it. Like like Steph and Clay, you know, I'm they're they seem like great teammates, great guys, but at the end of the day, like they're trying to win a chip now. There's only so many years they got left. And speaking of Golden State and what they're trying to do, let's discuss the first three picks in the in the draft, the teams. And what they should be doing in the offseason. Detroit got the number one pick. Obviously, they should draft Kate Cunningham, the prohibitive number one pick. Hell, do you agree with that? I know you've been big on Jalen Green and, and whatnot. <sighs> I mean, with Sadiq Bay and and Grant, I think they, they need someone to, to, to guide them. So I think Kate Cunningham is the right choice for them to stick with at the point guard spot. I think they should get the best player available. 
like, whoever you think is the best player, that's what it should be. Because Jalen Green, but I don't, I don't know how long guard. these other dudes is going to be on the squad. I, I'm, you know, usually people pick the best talented player around six or seven when you, you your needs are pretty much just at, people that teams at, have at, needs. And number one, saying, I'm I'm getting the best player. You're like, saying this draft. Imagine if no San Antonio said, "Oh, we got David Robinson coming back. We don't really need another seven foot." Mm. Mm. You don't pass on Tim Duncan. You don't pass on Shaq. I'm not saying any of these players are that. But I'm just saying you. To me, you just picked it. This is more of a probably a shot at the talent that they have already. I'm just whoever you think is the best player, pick him. A trade out. Do we think that they should consider trading that pick for maybe a Damian Lillard or a Kyle Lowry or Demar Derozan to be a little <sighs> bit more realistic? Only because of the age. No. I, you would be better, obviously. Yeah, if you if you're Detroit, you get Dame, you'd be a better team. But, but what are you really going? Like, mm. you know, this is from scratch. They got to start yeah. just building. Is it because if Dame was 21? Hell yeah, you know. But if you're 31, it's a little different. I think Houston got the second pick. Yeah, um, talks about them trying to get up to the number one pick, possibly. Yeah, they're interested in Kate as well. Kate as well. I mean. It's between Cade, I mean, they said Jalen would be the best talented player at that spot, but it's between Cade and I think Suggs is what they're looking at. Possibly. Mm. So it sounds like they're trying to move away from John Wall. Yes, plenty of other teams do it. You know, I'm a big John Wall fan. And maybe holding that nostalgia <laughs> is what kills me. I I just think he had an underrated career. I like John Wall. Now he was uh, he out there. He Kentucky was. was a long time ago. I mean, they talk Kyle Lowry. And they, uh, <laughs> Chris Paul. I, 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 I love him on the Lakers. I want John Wall on the Lakers. Oh, no. No? No. I just don't no. think he's... I, if, for me, on the Lakers, I need a, if I want a point guard, I need a, a point guard that can knock it down. And I don't need two members of the Glass family on my team. Yeah, yeah that's what a, killed... Yeah, that's that. another thing. That is the thing when it comes yeah. to that. John Wall, talented player. I just... Yeah, I don't know where he fits, especially in today's NBA, where, you know... You don't really need the so-called quintessential point guard except the offense because your small forward could do that. Oh, Washington. Go back to Washington. I mean, that's where him, him <laughs> wherever they had Westbrook at. Wall and Westbrook. No, 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 no. Oh. Just interchange him again. Orlando, any place where you can have someone just run amok. I would say um, after one. I'm but four. with a LeBron, I think it would be held under check. I think he played well. <sighs> but if you're not going to have him there, then it's just Philly. Sh- Slot him anywhere. I mean, yeah. Nah, but he won't play. Neither will Embiid. Oh, yeah, yeah, talk about Glass Family. Yeah. Actually, be a decent, if, if healthy, which is a huge if. Yeah, that would be a good pickup for them. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, and put Ben in the West. With, with Houston, I don't know what Houston does with Ben Simmons, but. I mean, New York could take a look at him. Wall. The third team picking in the NBA draft is Cleveland Cavaliers. A lot of talk about their young point guard, Colin Sexton, possibly being traded. A lot of teams uh, obviously have interest in him. Mr. Dolan. I'm not too sold on Colin Sexton. I, I think he's a terrible shot. Oh, he's a good point guard. I, I, I just... I question his decision-making abilities at, at times. He would do well here in New York. Knicks don't have a point guard, correct? No. 
We are Derek Rose. <laughs> <laughs> but when Derek Rose is playing well, somehow Julius Randle can't play well. So that's the thing. Yeah, and I think Derek is probably going to request maybe a little bit more money. Oh, as he should, especially after his playoff performance last year and the lack of performance from Julius Randle. That's where Jalen Green should go is Cleveland, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wide open, starting news, selling some tickets, electrifying. I can see him there. I don't wish Cleveland on anybody, man. I, I honestly, man. I, yeah. After LeBron's, the best thing that happened to Cleveland was LeBron, and as soon as he left town, I, I don't wish that on anybody. I, I think their ownership is Dan Gilbert's always scary. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I think LeBron won a chip there despite their management. Yeah, like, I, yeah, I, I wouldn't want no player to go there. Did I? Yeah, want to succeed. Because after LeBron left, that's when all the smart decisions stopped happening in Cleveland. <laughs> and truthfully, they really didn't make any. He just said, I'm coming back. Like, <laughs> to yeah, be honest. And, and this is what y'all need to do to make sure I come right. back. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, they, they had Kyrie Irving and couldn't win. I know. Yeah. Last episode on What's the Radar? We talked about the new He-Man Netflix show. Did y'all get a chance to to peep that out? I didn't get a chance to. I think you guys. Yeah, I binge, I binge watched it. Uh, what was it? Five, five, six episodes last. Yeah. You actually in a in a group chat. You reminded me. I was like, all right, I just binge watched it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I was just hoping for nostalgia or whatever. But it was like I don't want to ruin it for people. But it was it wasn't enough He-Man and Skeletor for me. Oh, I'm, I'm going to ruin it for you guys. <laughs> Kevin Smith, he lied. This should have been, you should have had the, the fortitude or, or the balls to say, hey, let's just call this Tila and her adventures with the Masters of the Universe. You had He-Man in probably about maybe 20 minutes, maybe 30 minutes of five, six episodes. You had He-Man in there. And you also took out every male character from King <laughs> he ends up getting to man at arms to He-Man every male character was pretty much tossed to the side yeah there were some undertones <laughs> yeah <laughs> and, and, and and it's it's that's crazy to T- me T- Tila's friend uh, the uh that was with her in the adventure <laughs> I don't want to get so we're talking from clerks to dogma to this <laughs> And it's one of those things. Like I saw it, like a clip on it, um, him talking. So he was definitely into He Man. He like he just did it. I just think he just didn't do it. He could have done a better job. Yeah, this series doesn't seem like someone that was a fan of He Man. Yeah, it seemed like someone that felt like He Man had a lot of issues that needed to be corrected, and he went on a mission to try had to an opportunity it. to change it. Ugh. Yeah, agenda. And, yeah, and honestly. I don't mind the show, but it's not what you're advertising it to be. Yeah, it was... You know, like, hey, I felt like the story was pretty cool. I could deal with it. But I wasn't coming expecting <laughs> to see Adventure of Tila. Yeah, that, that was... And, and Evil Inn. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's not what I came for. Yeah. And in that regard, hey, you totally failed. You missed the ball. 
like I said, if they had the fortitude to just name it Teela and adventures, her adventures with the masters of the universe, I would have been cool and probably a lot happier at this mo- moment. Yeah, I'm a simple guy. I don't ask for much. You could have just threw He-Man and Skeletor in there fighting. You just could have had them fighting the whole time, and I would have been okay with that. You know, I got to see Man in Arms, which was cool. Um, it was like a little backstory with um Orca. That was probably like the highlight. Yeah. Little yeah. backstory that he gave. And no one really, I didn't, you know, I didn't, coming in, I forgot he even was in the, the cartoon. <laughs> but it was good to see him. How were the graphics? Graphics is good. Yeah, yeah. Graphics is good. Um, the sto- like you said, the storyline wasn't bad. It was a good storyline. It's just it didn't have He-Man Skeletor. His agenda was pushed. Yeah. Kevin Smith's yeah. agenda was pushed. And like I said, I wish they had the fortitude to say, "All right, we're going to do a story about Teela and her friends, and we're going to do a story about Evelyn and her yeah. her her story with um Skeletor." That would have been cool. Yeah, two or three episodes in, I'm just like, oh, this is not He-Man's vehicle. Yeah, this is not He-Man's story. And it's like someone said, all right, He-Man didn't have enough female influence on on it, so let's inject it with this. But my thing would be, that's why they created She-Ra. Right, right, right. You know, like, but so, yeah, totally disappointed. Um, So this is Me Too meets He-Man. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 yeah. Uh, it was, it oh was, my. yeah. They were definitely trying to push, and I don't have a problem with it. It's just like you almost said, I wasn't expecting it because I was expecting He Man. <laughs> like you know what I mean? So, yeah, it, it was. I don't know. It's, if you have daughters, I guess it would be something that you, you know, Hill. You have three, yeah, three, beautiful, three beautiful daughters. You know, that's something they may want to watch. You yeah, know what I mean? and, and it's nothing wrong with the story, right. but like, like I said, if you're Looking for a little bit of nostalgia and thinking, hey, I want to see He-Man and Skeletor, but you're Go not getting it. that. Okay. You know, you know, um, you're getting like a totally different storyline. Yeah. Like, don't give me Transformers without Optimus Prime and Megatron. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. What are you doing? Yeah. That's the only way I can put it. Any, yeah. You know, uh, done the cats without Lionel and Mumra. Yeah. What are we doing? So... <laughs> Shout out to Panthro, but yeah. damn. Politically correctness rearing its ugly head in cartoons. And, and like I said, I don't want to make it seem like that was my issue. That's <laughs> not my issue. Like the story was perfectly all right, and right. it would have been cool if I was expecting going into that. Tila no right. and and her friends right. doing the adventure. I could have bought into that and probably would have enjoyed myself a little bit more if I wasn't sold that, hey, this is about He-Man and the best. It just... Yeah. I think the title is actually Master Universe. So maybe... So I don't I don't think it's He-Man Master Universe, actually. So maybe that he was like, hey, we didn't call it He-Man. I don't know. But, yeah. Yeah. I saw... Uh, what you call it? Before this... Uh, what is it? Um, Transformers. I think Return to Cybertron or something. Yeah. That wasn't the greatest ever, but it had Optimus Prime and Megatron, so it was good enough for me. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, I'm not asking much. But yeah. 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 I, I'm just... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I don't know. Sometimes people, you know, they outsmart themselves. Like, it's, it's, it's simple. I mean, so from one disappointment to another, where would you rank that with USA Basketball? Ooh. I mean, they wow. they just took the L versus France. I think they lost by six. 
I, I, I think my bet is looking real good right now. No, the field yeah. looks like I, the I great don't know bet. if he did that on air or off air because now it's starting to blend into each other. But yeah, I took the field, bro. Yeah, so. like, no, I took USA in a romp all the way through. I took the field. Booker so, on a revenge uh, tour. KD leading the helm. KD fouled out. Booker yeah. gave you four. Booker just got off the plane, man. He, he's got off the plane. He got a KD plus Dame time gives you 21 points. Yeah. No, you know, talented plays, but their stock, like like we say, like ball is ball. This this counts. Like don't this is this looks bad on your resume. I'm sorry, like it just does. And it goes on the resume. Yeah, this looks bad. And the Celtics don't need another addition. From what I'm I'm seeing, you just got that. Let I guess let Tatum, let let Jason Tatum compliment Fournier. Yeah, that's yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. Larry Bird, Evan Fournier. I mean, like, so. I know sooner or later, comparisons are going to be made to the dream team. People are going to say, well, the world's caught up. And they have. I, I told you. I think they caught up in 2004. But Evan Fournier? Like, though, he's not better than Jason Petrovic. Straight up. Right. No way is he better than. He's not better than Tony Kukoc either. So, nah, this is, this is not. Tougher competition. This is USA game getting worse. Like their talent level looks like it's worse. It's a fourth option on Celtics. Maybe, maybe the fifth. Yeah, I thought you was being kind. I'm going. Uh, I'll put the ball. Mark Smart. Smart. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> You're I, I mean, I'm not even joking. You're being kind. Um, I'm torched him for 28. Torched. I'm and not my sh- guy Rudy. I'm not sure where France rank- ranks in the you know the national powers. But I'm pretty sure they're not number one. So there's teams better than France that USA is going to end up going against. So, yeah. Call me unpatriotic. But, yeah, I took the field. I'm feeling high about that. Yeah. Hey, I, I feel good about my bet, too. I, I was questioning myself a little bit because your brain wants to say, hey, listen, talent is talent. Durant. And we should have a better talent pool to to pull, pull from. And Kevin Durant is supposed to be leading this team. And he said – the team is adopting the Mamba mentality. So don't, don't do that no more. Yeah. Leave it alone. Yeah, don't do that no more. It, but, it's everyone's doing stop. John is full throw. Devin did his Booker did his thing. All right, no more. We don't yeah, because you got him got, got him looking bad out here. Rest yeah. up, Kobe. Word. Yeah, and and I I would caution players, hey, when you put those words in your mouth, I'm gonna hold you to it. And uh, Mr. Durant. I'm not seeing Mamba mentality out of this Olympic team. And part of that is leadership and how you lead and how you are able to push the team forward, especially with the Olympics. Kobe Bryant came with a mission and um, he imposed his will on the team. Now, of course, part of that is the team being willing to accept that. But Kobe Bryant came in with a he couldn't accept failure type of mentality. So he had to find a way to do it. And I don't know if Kevin Durant is doing that right now from he'll, the way they're playing. Hell, we were talking off air about the uh, the shoot around and um, between, oh, between him and Bam. Bam Durant. I think that's, you know, that's something we, we can talk to. It's relative to what we're talking about. Oh, yeah. If you could pull this up. I made it with that one. That was a big ball, bro. bro this is the girl ball. No, it's not. The big ball. I'm telling you guys, bro. Yo, swing. Somebody swing. 
This is girl ball, go swing that. That's my house. I made that though, man. Bam and KD had a little issue during practice about, you know, KD was shooting a three and Lillard was shooting a three and then Bam refused to return the swish made three back to KD. And Bam just pretty much said, you're not going, little Kimmy, you're not going to sum me in terms of the colloquialism that the uh, young kids use today. Mm -hmm. So, and KD says, bruh, no, I'm KD. What's going on? So, I mean, it just shows the cohesion that's needed to win a, a, a mm-hmm. Olympic gold. It's not even there. Someone in practice. Yeah. And, and even if you go back to their first game in the exhibition with against Nigeria, they looked like they weren't ready. They lacked energy. And part of that is on le- leadership and the players have to bring that energy. And I think Bam is included in that as well. That hey, didn't bring the right energy, and they haven't brought the right energy to the Olympics. But I want to go back to the shoot around. <laughs> it seems trivial, but anybody who plays basketball oh. knows. Look, if I shoot it a three, and I make it, you don't give me the ball. That's disrespect. I think that's universal. Like I, I don't know, you know. I, w- I was, you know, born and raised in New York. I'm, I'm sure this is a, that's a universal thing. Like, mm. I shot it. I made it. And you're not going to throw me the ball? Yeah, I, I think that's... <laughs> like, that's some passive-aggressive stuff that's going yeah. on between yeah, those like, guys. I, I, yeah, I feel like KD shouldn't even have to say, yo, I'm KD. Uh, and maybe that's the reason Bam's not giving him the ball because he felt he was going to do that. But I feel like, yo, Bam, you got to give him the ball. That's like just shoot-around etiquette. I guess you know what I mean. So, but I think that that's a, a microcosm of the bigger problem. Like you're you saying, leadership. Like I hate to keep bringing Kobe and all these past greats up, but could you imagine? Nah. Could you? You know what I mean? Like, like to me, I right, put it this way: if I'm shooting around with Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. I hit the three. I'm like, yo, Mike, right here. I just, I don't care who you are and who he, I am. There's a good chance if he misses, I'm throwing it back to him. But it's, it's okay if Evan Fourier makes it. I'm giving him the ball. Yeah, it's it's not even a thought. Like, but so I, I think so, there's a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff so, we don't know about that's going on with this team. But at the end of the day, you have Durant and Dame, Jason Tatum. I, you should win. So just to, to piggyback off of that, like, so is that more so a lack of KD's lack of leadership or? Bam and the others maybe lack of being willing or receptive to accepting leadership or from KD. I think it's lack of leadership. It's lack of respect. Yeah, I think it is. I think it's some subsets that might be working like towards if, KD. If there's someone mm. I don't like, you know what I'm saying? I, I just can't get over that. If someone like I don't like, maybe I just had like a fist fight with yesterday. Mm. If he hit the three, I'm throwing it out to him. That's just what you do. I'm reaching. <laughs> like, like I'm reaching. I think KD is perceived more than what KD actually is. So I think, and I think it makes it harder for people to really come inside his inner circle. His decisions are based on his, again, not to be redundant, his inner circle. And, and that's it. People can't understand it. So people are pretty, yeah, other players that are like, it's kind of 
kind of whack. You went to like Golden State and then you go into Brooklyn. He's like, yo, I'm, I'm my own man, kid. And you can't tell me nothing. My game is what it is. Y'all not better than me. So I can do it as uh, do as I as I come and go. Mm-hmm. Now the catch, it rubs them wrong. You know, Bam's probably feeling, listen, we in Miami. We this. I mess with Dame. Dame is where he at in Portland. I'm here in Miami. We're homegrown. We're not jumping. Maybe they might feel like they want to, but because of KD, it's pretty much like, uh, I think you got some of that going on in there. It's, it's just a lack of respect for KD. Like, KD has not gone it enough for them to be like, yo, I'm a big dog. When LeBron steps on the court, they know, listen, I'm LeBron James. This is the way it's going. I'm running this. Like, when he runs an all-star game, he runs it like a general, like a like a boss. Mm-hmm. KD seems to not gone it at. He defers being that, that person. Like, Kyrie barks during the game. Mm. KD gets into arguments and he'll just be like, yo, it's whatever, man. He's still like, I'm going to stick to my, my script and everything like that. LeBron gets in your face, like maybe shouldn't at times, but he, I'm the leader. Y'all doing it this way or my way or go home. Mm. And KD will just say, because we're not doing it this way, it's the reason why we're going home. Mm. I'm saying we need you to, to say, yo, listen, KD, you're that guy. That's do this, do that, do the thing. Like Draymond gives you that, but Draymond doesn't have the talent to put that on the court. To show so that that means something. Kobe could yell in your face and then say, listen, I'll give you 40 if that's what y'all need to see. But I want to give y'all 12 rebounds and 10 points because this is what we need to do it. KD's saying, listen, I'll ball. I'm going to give you my points. If we lose, like, it's because we ain't good enough. No, KD, we need you to be a leader. Yeah, that's a good take. <laughs> because yeah. when you look, I'm, when you were saying that, I'm looking, okay, okay, see, was you the leader or was Westbrook the leader? Right. Mm-hmm. Golden State, you definitely wasn't the leader. Because you went to, so, you know, so you had three all-stars already there for the leadership role. And now that you're in Brooklyn, I think Kyrie might have been there like a year mm-hmm. before he got there. So, like you said, maybe Ky- Kyrie feels like, not even no shade to KD, but like, you know, something needs to be said. I'm the one that's right. going to have to say it. So, I don't want to say it's not KD's fault, but, you know, because usually the best player is the leader, usually. But in his three teams, he may have never been the leader. Yeah, which is weird. <laughs> which is odd. But yeah, he may not. So maybe it shouldn't be that big of a surprise here that leadership is a problem with the USA mm-hmm. team because he's never led a team. Wow. Okay. That's a lot to unpack, man. Now, he's always been pretty. Yeah, he's always been the best player Clear on the cut. team. Because one thing I don't want to do is act like KD is not cut. that guy as far as talent's concerned. That, you know, he's one of the best basketball players I've ever seen in my life. But leadership-wise, it, it looks like he's lacking. And he has that personality to really blow you off to say, what do y'all want from me? Like, I'm, I'm the lead on the court. I, I give you 30. No, Kenny, we need you to be, it, it takes more than you just giving us what your profession is. We get it. What's the intangibles? Getting people in line. Being vocal. Nah. It's not me. Folks, don't forget to hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We need a fifth. Don't forget to email us at we need a fifth at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And if you're subscribing on Spotify, don't forget to hit that support button. Help support the show to make it a better show. USA Women's three on three team continues to go undefeated. I mentioned, Thank God. <laughs> I mentioned this because we don't have a men's team in the tournament. Well, that might uh, be a plus in disguise. <laughs> Especially the way USA men's basketball has been playing. 
USA women's soccer team rebounded after they lost to Sweden with a 6-1 trouncing of New Zealand. USA women's soccer is our only soccer team in there because our USA men's soccer team did not qualify. I saw the game look real good. They look dominant. When they're playing that way, I tell people this is, if you can watch them playing this way and you don't like soccer, you never will. <laughs> because that that's like, hey, beautiful football, as they would say. Yeah, it's a fun watch. They've been a fun watch. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Also, for Hill, martial arts aficionado, 18-year-old Anastasia Zoltik wins USA's first gold Taekwondo. in Taekwondo. I think it was featherweight division. She's only the second USA person to win in Taekwondo, male or female. Big big time feet. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's good to see martial arts uh, picking up some of the slack. It's been 49 years since the U.S. has not meddled on day one. I mean, have we become complacent? Has the world caught up to us? Like, I don't know. Our supremacy is starting to lack on that uh, that worldly stage. Yeah. Um, right now, it looks like gold medal count. China is leading with uh, 11 gold medals right now. I think U.S. is in second with 10. And Russia is third. I think we picked up a few with swimming. And going back to... Uh, USA basketball. I mean, this is the first loss since 2004. I mean, Jerry Colangelo, you just assembled a team of shooters. Yeah. Who's the coach? Pop. Which one? Steve Kerr? Pop. Steve Kerr, Pop. I see where you're going, P. And and you know I smell it. And hey, um, we have to. I think, like you said before in a previous episode, we have to start asking, hey, what has Popovich done for us lately? Especially, Jay Wright. Especially after... Got some coaches on there, though. Especially after Tim Duncan left the, the roost. I mean, he hasn't been winning. I, all I'm saying is that we, we're killing the players. Deservedly so. We're killing the players. But, um, you coach know... Coach has been terrible. There's a coach there. Same coach that we gave praises with, you know, Tim Duncan winning five championships. If you're going to give him the praise, we gotta give, you got to get some of the blame, too. But you know what? Coach is not expecting five premier scorers to miss five shots at the end of the game to to tie it up and whatnot. If, and open shots. Not not like, oh, you're contested and these are tough shots to make. Okay. Like, Open shots. But it's not for- like Damian Lillard, Drew. They all missed. Let's not, forget, let's not forget these exhibitions, though. It's just I'm just not talking about. <laughs> they just worked one game. up to being bad. <laughs> yeah, like, this, is, this isn't bad. one game. This no. There's a reason I took the field before this game. Yeah, hey. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> you know a mean? bad like, NBA team gives you 76 points. A collection of stars, because that's what they are. Yeah, I think I, one superstar. Yeah. A collection of stars. You got an all time. You got an all time. Be careful, bro. You got all okay. collection of stars give you seventy six points in a game. Yeah, that's uh, uh, one time. Booker gave you seventy one by himself. Just to put that in perspective. <laughs> just to put that in perspective. Yeah, no, it's, it's, 
I'm sorry. Like I said, I think it's a combination. You got to talk about the players, but like my man P said, hey, you got to talk about Bad the coaching. coaching. Yeah. Yeah. And you got to look at Pop's record after Timmy. After Timmy, it's been substandard. But Pop should be able to close his eyes and throw five out there with the stars they have. Apparently, I'm, he can't. Maybe he thought that too. I don't know. And that's what I'm saying. Like, hey, without Timmy, ha- has he shown you that, hey, I could just throw out five at any-, at any height, at any level, he should just close his eyes, go down a list and say, you five are in. Yeah. You got yeah. K- you got KD, Dame Lillard, and Jason Tatum. To me, that should be gold medal. But I'm looking at the results. I for whatever reason, yeah, I don't think that's going to be gold medal. You know, I, I'm just going off the results. Like the ta- the eye test tells me, yeah, they're, they're supposed to win every game. Should be close. But Not so fast. This is the perfect <laughs> storm for Giannis. I mean, this is like <laughs> the perfect storm for Giannis, LeBron. Yeah. Curry, this is the perfect storm for them. Their stock just continues yeah. to rise and rise and that, rise. That 92 original dream team, that redeemed oh, yeah. team are looking like titans right now. <laughs> like Space titans. Jam, good decision. <laughs> Curry, recouping, good decision. Giannis enjoying the championship, great decision. Yeah. Even I don't know if Melo wanted to play on this team. All right. It's good a good point. thing he's not. Good decision. Right? Like it's just the crux of this falls on Katie's legacy. It's yeah. gonna it's gonna take yeah. a hit somewhat. Yeah. At this point, what can KD do to kind of clean up his legacy? Is there anything that he can do to clean up his legacy? His legacy. <sighs> the only thing he can really do now is still end up with the gold, which again we don't think he's going. I don't think he's going to do. But NBA wise, <laughs> yeah, I don't I'm know what's coming in home, coming home. Tell the world. Go back. Go, go, go OKC. OKC. That work for LeBron? Because we're saying can Durant do a, a super team? No one says that about LeBron. Like, I mean, I guess if you, if you didn't like LeBron to begin with. I mean, yeah. it, it, in order to get that story, it wouldn't be OKC. It would be Washington. He's from Maryland. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was just thinking former team, but yeah. Actually, yeah, that, yeah. That, 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 he gives work. him a chip, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Either, either one, I think. If if he goes and teams with Bradley Bill and wins a chip, okay, people are like okay, all right. If he goes to Shea Gilgis and brings it back home, chip, yeah, the- Oklahoma, yeah, OKC will go crazy. Um, that's how Washington wouldn't, but you know, that's it as of now. That could I think, yeah, he would have to go to a lesser talent. It sounds crazy because who who would want to go to a less talented team? But I think that's the way he does it. He has to go to a less talented team than he's on and win. Are the homecoming in DC or? Okay, people took a chance on me and drafted me. But why would he even? Yeah, I don't know. It's those. He was wait, 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 wait. Hmm? Katie was number two or number one? Oh, number two. Number two, two, right? It was Greg Oden. There was a radio personality. I I recall. (laughs) Um, um, Now I remember this like yesterday, and a caller called up. Was like, "Come on, man, you got to pick Kevin Durant." You gotta pick Kevin Durant. This guy, the guy's Tracy. Uh, shout out to Tracy McGrady. The guy, this is what the guy said though. The guy was like, "Yo, he's the next Tracy McGrady." Mm. And the host says, "Yeah, what does he win?" <laughs> Greg Oden 
Congratulations, <laughs> Portland. You just guaranteed yourself two to five championships. You got the next Bill nice. Russell. I swear to you, this is what this guy I swear to And to be fair, though, Greg Olden was projected to be, you know, pretty good player. But, yeah, they got they got a dead room. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember I was thinking hey. they had to rant. I think Zach Randolph, Brandon Roy. That would that would have been a nice yeah, that squad. Would have been. I believe he had Randolph and Brandon Roy. So maybe Aldridge was there. Like they had a squad. Yeah, decent team. Yeah, but um, yeah, Dame he, got he was, there somehow. He was number two though. <laughs> so he was number two. Dame did get there somehow. So what's on the radar? Uh, this draft for me. I mean, I I, I want to see where these kids fall. I do a lot of joking with Jalen, but I want to see how they fall. Where Golden State moves up, or if they move up. I'm, my whole intrigue of this draft is Golden State won, in uh, thoughts of the draft only, not what the Lakers do, but the draft-wise, what Golden State does, uh, what New York does. What's on your radar, P? Mine... No, during the week, I always say this, something's on my radar. Then we get here, I completely forget what it was. So I'm going to go with what I saw this morning. The quarterback situation with Deshaun Watson and Aaron Rodgers is now intrigued. I'm intrigued mm-hmm. now. I honestly did. It was like white noise before. I heard about it. I didn't really care. But now I'm like, all right, I want to see what he, how this plays out. And just in full disclosure, I saw a report today that's reporting that Deshaun Watson will possibly be reporting at camp. Yeah. They avoid that 50, uh, 50K fine. Mm-hmm. And I heard, you know, he's been working out like he's going to play this season, which uh, he should because you never know what's going to happen. Aaron Rodgers too. So, seems like they're, they're both ready to play. Just we don't know where. Yeah. And NFL policy, how they're seeming to switch now. Yeah. Public perception, how it how it's changed. And, and before we close up the what's on the radar, let's go into that. Hey, what do we think about the NFL COVID-19 policy? I think the policy now is if a team has an outbreak and um, can't reschedule during the 18-game season, that they'll forfeit or lose that game. It's not the most heartwarming decision, right? Like It's kind of like if you, if you fall victim to the pandemic – that's on you. That's what that's what it feels like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I'm not surprised. But anyway, when it comes to the NFL, I'm not surprised. I'm, I don't think there's the most um, genuine leadership going on out there. You know what I mean? So any any time they reach out and try to be the nice guy, to be honest, I just don't believe it. You need more people. But yeah, I mean, what I understand is football though. It's not like you could keep rescheduling games. You know what I mean? It's, it takes a toll on you. But I think it's, it's also little- to encourage the rest of the players. I think they have like a seventy percent vaccination rate right mm-hmm. now in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I think it's just to say, hey, listen, if you don't have any unvaccinated people, y'all get catch an outbreak. Shame on you. That's that's tough though, because I mean, the infallible league though. The shield protected. They've seen to make the most mistakes in the last maybe 10 to 15 years with them just standing firm. Like they've been to pressures, I'll say, either way, to the right or the left. Mm. Take a stand. I mean, you're the NFL. You seem to still make your profits, whether or not you say toward, you're going to say, I'm going to go ultra right and saying, I'm going to be against Colin Kaepernick because that's the way the tide is is swelling towards, Mm -hmm. you know, popular thought at that time 
So I'm going to punish Colin. Okay. Okay, now the tie seemed to be a little bit more towards the left now with vaccinations and things of that nature. Listen, I'm vaccinated. But to those that feel like they need more information on it, you could because it, it comes to it has to feel like you're penalizing these guys if they get COVID. What if they get COVID mistakenly? And you seem like you have the thought that these guys are going out there and just being reckless and getting COVID. It happens. Mm-hmm. So I'm in that fine line of, yeah, I, listen, I support vaccination totally. But I also support people who feel like and, and they should have that thought of saying, like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to. I don't feel comfortable taking yeah. it. Yeah. And full disclosure, vaccination doesn't mean you're not going to get COVID nineteen. It just means that hey, you walk, you have a higher probability right. of not dying. From As it. we've seen from the Olympics and every other sport, mm-hmm. you know, it just seems like they they just jump a wave. Yeah, instead of just you know just taking it. This is our standpoint, and and, and we're, we're going to go with it. Just whatever the tides are, the NFL just seems to to take it again. What's on my radar? The results is always always fun to say. Uh, what if it ain't gonna be the same without you, Shikari? Let her run. Let her run. Let her run. <laughs> Any final shout outs? Any last minute bills to pay? Rest in peace uh, to a uh, our team, Patterson, good friend of ours. So, um, so meant a lot to to all of us. So. Definitely. Shout out, shout out, Kwame, Morsi. Uh, again, that's on a local level. Our team, I, I just had to put that out there. No, definitely, you know, a hard squad to everyone who's lost someone this, this past, what, 12 you know, year and months due to COVID and, you know, other things, you know. It's been, it's been rough. So everybody hold your heads, you know, who lost a loved one and a loved one going through something. So really stay strong. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Look out for Blind Resume on Facebook. Don't forget to check us out on Spotify. Hit the support button. Support the show. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you you listen to your podcast. We need a fit. Peace. I got the field.